On this week's episode of Saturation, listen to us chat about the Area 51 conspiracy, the split of Riverdale stars Lily Reinhardt and Cole Sprouse, Taylor Swift's new song and Instagram live announcements, Nick Jonas's dad bod debut, the Rhett family expanding, box office hits, Gossip Girl's return, and the Big Little Lies finale. You won't want to miss this. Kate Bethea. And uh, we are going to skip City versus Lydia this week. Uh, just going to put that out there early because <laughs> me and Kate are both in a bit of life rest right now. And we just feel like we don't want to bore you with the details because yeah. we ourselves are bored of our own lives right now. Yeah, we don't know what's going on. Things are changing. So once we have some solid facts, we, you guys know we'll present them to you. Yeah, once something either terrible or great happens, we will update you, but <laughs> yeah, we're just going to kick it right off in the fast facts instead. A lot of up and downs. Okay, the first fast fact, we talked about this last week, and you guys will notice throughout this um, episode, I made a very great outline, again, if I do say so myself, and we're going to be kind of updating you on a couple of different topics we talked about last week. First of all... Um, we talked about Kevin Spacey last week, and I just wanted to let you guys know that, like we anticipated, the charges um, were dropped against him um, in the United States. The civil suit was first dropped, and now the um, criminal suit has been dropped, but he still faces six counts of sexual misconduct, sexual harassment, whatever the exact charge is um, in the UK. So, that's an update. Thank you. Um, last week on July 17th, it was the 10th anniversary of the iconic Wizards on Deck with Hannah Montana. Okay, I just it's, had to put it's that. like you remember the anticipation leading up to that Disney Channel event, because I right? have no idea. No, it was so good. I just, like, saw that, and I was really shook, and, um, some people were, po- like, Molly was poking fun at it, um, and I just thought that would be a little blast from the past. Yeah. Uh, Okay, this is really super interesting. We talked about the Emmys last week. So HBO did not submit Gwendolyn Christie for an Emmy. So she submitted her she submitted herself for and got nominated. So the moral of the story is be your own cheerleader. All of you Game (laughs) of Thrones fans will know who she is. I don't watch that show. Grace doesn't watch that show. But basically, she they didn't submit her, so she submitted herself. She got an Emmy nomination. (laughs) Round of applause for her. Good for her. Um, okay, Kate, I might need a little clarification on this topic, because I will shamefully admit that I had to look this up, like, on Urban Dictionary last (laughs) week, and I was like, what is is everyone talking about (laughs) But I guess there was some Facebook group created called Storm Area 51, They Can't Stop All of Us, and I guess, supposedly, there's, like, some nightclub in LA or something, and they, like, won't let anyone in, and there's a conspiracy that they're hiding something. No, it's not a nightclub. What is oh, it? Oh, that's so funny. So, Area 51 is literally a army base facility in the middle of, like, Nevada or somewhere. I'll oh. Google it. And they think that, like, for years it's been conspiracy theories that they had aliens in there. Okay. <laughs> 
I don't know where I got nightclub. Maybe I dreamt that. Well, I'm sure there is a nightclub called Area 51. I do feel like I woke up and I was like, I need to look this up. Like, I yeah. simply might have had a dream. Everyone was talking about it. Wow. Yeah, it's in Nevada. Lincoln County, Nevada. It's a United States Air Force base. It's owned by the federal government. That is rather interesting. Um, yeah, but like you said, the event's gone crazy. Basically, they're supposed to raid it on September the 30th, uh, or September 20th, sorry, at 3 a.m. if you want to join. Over 1.1 million people have signed up for this event, and a lot of celebrities, the reason why I'm mentioning it is because it's kind of an online fascination, and a lot of celebrities were poking fun, like, joining in. Um, Miley Cyrus, Lizzo, Mason Ramsey, Lil Nas X, Kevin Jonas, Jeffree Star, um, and several others. Is this, like, an internet phenomenon, like, a joke, or is this, like, real? <laughs> I think that's what people are trying to figure out. Okay. I don't know. I don't see how it could be real, but also millions of people have signed up for it, so... Yeah. I guess we'll stay tuned. Yeah. I won't be joining. <laughs> no, unfortunately. <laughs> I don't care. You can find us at a nightclub, though. That's more yeah. likely where we'll be. I just, like, I've never been the type to, like, care or get caught up in, like, aliens or extraterrestrial life. No, me either. Like, I just don't care. If they exist, if they don't, it doesn't affect me. Like, <laughs> right. I'm not the type to care about, like, space and stuff like that. Exactly. <laughs> um, our next little topic, I just wanted to give you guys a college admission scandal update. We haven't talked about it. In a There's while. one part of this, I'll let you get to it, that I'm really interested in. Yeah, I know which part you're going to be talking about. I did some yeah. digging, because you guys know I love Olivia Jade. Um, and so, I saw, like, a few little notes about it here and there, so I was like, oh, we can give a little update. So, first of all, a source told Entertainment Tonight that Lori Laughlin's relationship with her daughter, Olivia Jade, has, quote, improved. They were on the rocks. She wasn't, li- she wasn't living there. She was very upset. Um, and they said, quote, Lori knows that they will all grow and learn from this. Um, the biggest fascination that I have with this is that there's talks of Olivia Jade joining the Hills reboot season two. See, this is the part that has me rather tied in. Right. that would be, that would, the ratings would go through the roof. Oh my gosh, through the roof. So Spencer Pratt was talking about it in an interview and said he thought she had a story to tell, all this stuff. I never watched the Hills. I know a lot of the people that oh, have been on it. I know, I know. And, like, Misha Barton joined this season, or this, like, on the reboot, and I'm, like, fascinated with her. If Olivia Jade joins, you know I will be on that, like, white on rice. 1,000%. She comes out from under her rock and yeah. debuts on the hills, I would die. Yeah. You heard it here first, people. Um, also, Felicity Huffman, um before the whole scandal, had done a movie for Netflix called Otherhood with Patricia Arquette and Angela Bassett. Um, And the movie was supposed to come out earlier this summer, but because of the scandal, they pushed it back. It's coming out August 2nd. Of course, the other two um, stars of the show are doing some press for it. So, of course, they were asked about Felicity. And so Patricia and Angela both kind of said that they believe she's sincerely sorry um, and that they... Uh, that they loved her message and uh, that they told her this is just a difficult time for everybody, but they're supporting her. So that is very interesting. Um, the movie looks really good, and I'm still going to watch it. I still like Felicity Huffman decide, besides her mistakes. So um, that's the smallest update that we could give you. 
Yeah. And for, um, oh, we wanted to also update you on the Face App Challenge. Uh, we mentioned this last week with some of our saved Instagrams, but people are loving this Face App that gives, makes you look basically like an elderly version of yourself. It's mm-hmm. actually terrifying. I refuse to do it because I don't want to see. Same. It, like, it looks too accurate. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to see what I will look like. Same. And we've just seen a lot more um, celebs running with it online, such as the Jonas Brothers, who we mentioned last week, mm-hmm. Drake, Izzy Azalea, Sam Smith, Dwayne Wade, and honestly, so many more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm right there with you. I do not want to participate in that. So. Lastly, if you guys listen regularly, you know that we've kind of grown an obsession for Tana Mojo and Jake Paul. They're engaged, um, and the wedding is set for this, I don't know what date it is, but it's this, it's this weekend, the 28th. Um, uh, Saturday. I, okay, I, I assumed it was Saturday, but... Or maybe Sunday. I feel like, we're. I'm going to look at my calendar. Um, anyways, they're getting married. We wanted to kind of talk indefinitely about them, but we decided that next week would be better after the wedding and after we see pictures. It is, it's on Sunday, so we will, uh, we'll revisit this topic, but just know if you're obsessed with them like we are, there's going to be a lot of good content and clout from this wedding. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So now we're going to kick it into entertainment news, and we're going to open with, um, Lily Reinhardt and Cole Sprouse, uh, Riverdale stars, splitting after almost two years of dating. Guys, the world is up in arms about this. Neither Cade nor I watch Riverdale, um, but my roommates and friends all do, and they were all DMing me saying, Grace, what is this? What's happening? I need you to update me. I'm like, I know nothing. Like, like you guys probably know more than me, but... Um, I'm so also, upset. Wait, yeah. I mean, they were like the it couple. I know that much. Right? Um, and, I mean, they're darling. Like, I for sure thought they were staying together. Yeah. But Do you want me to I tell you the story? I need to ask about that story you sent me last night because last night Lily Reinhardt posted a story of them like yes. at some kind of signing. Yes, yes. Let me break it down. Yeah, please. Yes, okay. So as you guys know, they were a couple in real life but also a couple on the show. They're two of the main characters and the characters on the show date. So that is a little bit concerning to a lot of fans because they're like, what's going to happen with them, etc.? So, this is kind of how all this news broke. Last weekend was Comic-Con, huge festival slash event for creators and television personalities and comics in San Diego. So, Riverdale goes every year, and this year they sent Kami Mendez, Madeline Peach or Presh, however you say her last name, um, Cole Sprouse, KJ Appa, and Lily Reinhardt. So, they go and do all these panels, all these photo shoots. Like, they're there the whole weekend together as a cast, right? (laughs) Promoting the show because the fourth season starts in October. So, Sprouse, who's 26, um, and Reinhardt is 22. So, basically, how this all got leaked was that um, someone overheard Sprouse telling a pal at the event that he and Reinhardt had broken up. Um, And... He left the celebration that night with KJ Appa and Kimmy Mendez, and Lily did not go with them. So an eyewitness says that Lily spent most of the night with her female co-stars, Kimmy Mendez and Madeline Pesh and Britt Robertson, while Cole was on the other side of the party hanging out with different friends and vaping. I bolded vaping because interesting that he vapes. I don't know. I just found yeah, that very fascinating. Um, also, just like a little bit of a side note, at the same party, it was... 
it's rumored that KJ and Britt, who starred together in A Dog's Purpose in 2017, and who are starring together in, an, in the upcoming film I Still Believe, which is a sequel to the, to the 2018 film I Can Only Imagine, where they play love interest, they were at the party holding hands, arms around each other, and kissing. Oh. So people think that they're getting together. Anyways, that's just like an important side note. So, um, so, so basically then, as this kind of all unfolds and comes out, um, it basically said that, you know, they, again, at the Entertainment Weekly party at Comic-Con, they're very distant from each other, um, whatever. What's funny is that I had watched all these interviews that they did, like, because they do a ton of press while they're there, mm-hmm. and like... They're, like, sitting next to each other. They're acting, like, pretty normal. I went back and watched some of them after I heard they broke up. And really? some of the eye contact is a little bit revealing. Like, you can tell, mm-hmm. like, like there's a couple different times where she's asked about Hustlers. Because you guys know she's starring in the movie with Jennifer Lopez. And yeah. there's one scene, I think it was E! News was interviewing the, the cast. And he's, like, sitting over her and just, like, looking at her. And I don't know. There's something about that that I was like, oh. Yes, the body language. Um, But what I kind of also want to make note of is that the couple first fueled romance rumors two years ago at Comic-Con in 2017. Um, So there's definitely a Comic-Con connection. Um, I say that lots of love starts and ends at Comic-Con, apparently. Because, like... There's just something about Comic-Con. I've never been, but you've got KJ over here hooking up with this girl, and you've got Lily and Cole starting and ending a relationship at the same event. Really, really ironic to me. Um, but apparently, this relationship supposedly ended in April 2019, which was around... This is my own like conspiracy theory. It was around the time of Luke Perry's death, and it was around the time that she was starting to go film Hustlers. So I could imagine that maybe one of those things took a toll on their relationship. I'm not sure. That's just my own personal opinion. Um, and so a lot of people are asking, like, what does this mean for Riverdale? Um, mm-hmm. But as you can see, like, they've already gone back to filming. They spent the whole weekend very cordial, and nobody knew that they'd broken up. So right. obviously, I think it's going to be fine. Um, I think that'll show how they handle it. will show how professional they are. Um, a little that hope. So hard. Right. A little hope for you guys though is that on Gossip Girl, Blake Lively and Penn um, Badgley did the same thing, and on Nana, and on One Tree Hill, Sophia Bush and Chad Michael Murray did the same thing. Um, True. We've seen it done. Yeah. So there's definitely hope. I and don't I know. Guess for enough money, I'd be able to do it. I mean, hey. Right. Um, also, last year they were living with each other, and another like telltale sign that they'd broken up is this year. They are not living together in Vancouver where they film Riverdale. Mm, got it. So, very, very interesting. Apparently, um, they're, quote, intentionally keeping their distance from each other. Um, and now that Riverdale is back in production, they are filming together, obviously, and are on, quote, much better terms. Um, it was apparently really bad at first, but right now it's unclear where things stand, but it seems like they could be heading back in the direction of getting together, an insider said. Um, so we'll see. I don't know. Those are my, those are my thoughts. I'm upset about it though. Yeah, it's definitely sad, but on another note, a more maybe happy note, I'm sure for you. Yes. 
How are we feeling about Taylor Swift's Instagram Live one month out from um, new album Lover Slash? This is kind of breaking news. Like, moments before we started filming, she released a new sing- song, not single. Song. Very important. Yes. Yes. Called Archer. So I'll let you take it away on this one because we yes. don't know who the big Swifty is. In yes. Day-to-day. So that... Instagram Live was approximately an hour and 30 minutes ago. Um, She's been doing this this air to, like, release information, and it's very nice, and you see her, and so it feels very personal. Um, And a lot of fans speculated that she was going to be dropping a song this week, like, on Thursday night, Friday morning, but she actually just dropped it today. It's called Number... It's called The Archer. It's track number five. Um, Some things that she talked about on the Instagram Live... She said she was on the set of a music video. This is not the music video for Archer. There will not be a music video for Archer, the Archer. Um, so that was important to clarify. But she said we'll be seeing the music video soon. Um, she thanked everyone and talked about her seven nominations um, at the VMAs for You Need to Calm Down and three nominations for me. The VMAs are coming up in August, and we're going to talk in-depthly about the those nominations next episode because they did come out today. Um, she was wearing an arrow necklace and t-shirt um, with the bow and arrow, so very interesting. That merch is now being sold online. Um, and she talked about how with this album, she always does deluxe albums where she gives us like a behind-the-scenes look in some way or another. And so right. the deluxe albums are going to be sold exclusively at Target. There's four of them. All four of them are four different journals with this with the lover CD in the back, um, and every journal is going to have different content. So then, she talks about how this is her thirteenth year of making music, and you know her favorite number is thirteen. So she was mm-hmm. like, "I want to do something special." So then she like turns the camera around, and she has stacks on stacks on stacks of her diaries. She's like, I've been writing in my diary, in my journal, since I was 13 years old. She was like, this is where a lot of songs started. This is where a lot of feelings and my emotions are. And so I took, she said, you can see there's sticky notes all throughout each one. I mean, there are stacks and stacks and stacks. And she said, I took, um, went through them all, read them all, made sticky notes, and then we basically put all the best content in the four deluxe albums. So not only will you be getting a CD with each one, but you're going to be getting different content in each one. Um, and so, so creative. right? She said there's original lyrics. Um, she has to write to process things. So whether she makes it a song um, or it stays in the journal, that's where everything goes and starts. Um, she said she took 120 pages from her diary and literally just scanned them. And those entries are going to be... Each uh, deluxe album is going to have 30 pages of her journals slash diary. There's pictures. There's taped in stuff. She literally showed us, like, a copy of it and, like, a side-by-side. She literally scanned them. So that's very exciting. Um, She said just some, like, teasers. There's the original lyrics from All Too Well. Um, There's some things from Grammy Nights. Um, Some relationship things. Um, yeah, so you, to get those, you can pre-order from Target or on her website. I will be buying all four. That is a given. Yeah, don't, we, we already knew that. Right, don't get in my way. Um, and then she got into talking more about Lover. Again, this um, album is going to have 18 tracks. That's the most song she's ever had on an album. And lots is going to be covered on the album emotionally. So if you're an oil Swifty, you know that track five is always a very emotional song. 
It's like the song that makes everybody cry. It makes everybody feel all the feels. And in the You Need to Calm Down video, Haley Cuoco took a bow and arrow and shot it at a target that hit number five. And so everyone speculated that the next song was going to be number five. Um, and that's where the whole Archer, the Archer thing wow. came from. Um, so some track fives in the past for all of you Swifty listeners. Um, some track fives have been All Too Well, White Horse, All You Had to Do Was Stay, Dear John, Back to December. There's a couple of others. So if you can think about those, very emotional songs. Fans have always really connected to that. So she was like, kind of just telling us that it's going along with that theme. It's going to be emotional. Um, and she hopes it lives up to the track five status that like the fans created. She didn't do that on purpose. It just kind of happened that way. And then along the line, like as it went on, just her fans were like, oh, she does this. And so she kind of picked up on it anyways. Really funny, really cute. Um, she worked with Jack Antonoff on this song and we love him. He did so much in 1989. And so it's, you can tell, you can hear his vibe. Um, it's, out now. She literally goes, and I think it's out now. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I was floored. Um, I've listened to it approximately ten times so far. Um, again, lots of Easter eggs leading up to this song. She had Cupid's, Cupid playing in the mini music video. Lots of arrows everywhere, etc. Cara Delvine and Kelsey Ballerini were commenting on, on her live. It was really cute. Showing their support. Um, and the best and most important detail of this song, The Archer, track number five on Lover, it is not a single. So typically a single is going to have its own artwork. It's going to have a music video. It's going to be sent to radio stations, etc. This is not a single. She put this out to celebrate 13 years of music, to celebrate one month until the album, and because she knows how much the fans love track five. So when you listen to it, I highly encourage you to listen to the lyrics. This is not a bop. This is a slow song. There's honestly, there's not even much background noise, beat, etc. Um, it's so raw though, like holy shat. I just want to read you guys some of the lyrics because it is important for you to listen to the lyrics when you say it. So it starts out and it says, combat, I'm ready for combat. I say I don't want that, but what if I do? Um, another thing is the like chorus is, I've been the archer, I've been the prey. Who could ever leave me, darling, but who could stay? Dark side, I search for the dark side, but what if I'm all right, 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 right here? And I cut off my nose to spite my face, then hate my reflection for years and years. There's just so many good... I, I don't want to read you the whole song. But so such good lyrics, like so deep. People are freaking out. It's already number one trending on Twitter, etc. So go listen and stream The Archer. Definitely do. Okay, so kind of uh, piggybacking on the Taylor Swift conversation, Sean Mendes just got a new tattoo that we saw on Instagram. And it is a... Butterfly. Yes, it is, uh, which is kind of funny. I put this after Taylor Swift because, you know, her big theme, this album, this era has been butterflies. Um, his fans submitted this artwork to him, and he literally put it on his body. So can you imagine being that fan? Like, I would die. I would 100% die. And can I just say he looks so delicious in these photos? Um, also, um, 
he got the tattoo in Dallas, so shout out to Texas. I am so sad that I missed him. Like, my friend lives right by the American Airlines uh-huh. Center, and he sent me, like, God Mendes tonight. I'm like, thank you so much for the reminder. Right. So good. So, small detail, but Sean has a new tattoo. The next topic, I wanted to talk to Grace about so badly, but I was waiting till this moment, and when we were, like, talking before, she kind of started to talk about it, and I was like, hold the phone, like, just hold on, like... Some of the stuff that Cade puts on the outline, like, I haven't heard of yet, so I'll, like, look at the link before Which we is start. Fun. And we were talking before we recorded, and I started, like, giggling, like, in mid-conversation, because I clicked on this link, <laughs> and, like, this paparazzi pic was, like, sent out of Nick Jonas, mm-hmm. which, uh, Cade has in quotes, a bulkier bod. Yeah, that's what they were calling it. Okay, he just like it, he he looks good. Like it's it's just you know like if you were to put someone's head on someone else's body, yes. it would look funny. Yes, that's just why I'm giggling about it because that's what it looks like to me. Yes, um, the funniest thing is that like fans are losing their mind over this. Like I'm gonna read you some of the tweets. Also, it's important to note that he in the picture. For those of you trying to visualize it, Google it, but this is kind of a description. He and Priyanka are in Miami on a yacht celebrating her birthday. He's on the back of the wa- like yacht, like, washing off in white swim trunks. Um, and they're, like, scrunched up. Yeah. And it's, like, really emphasizing the body type. Yeah. I mean, if you're a guy, you know, when you get out of the pool, like, you kind of have to, like, straighten everything up because everything's wet. Well, yes. So that's the picture. Let me read you some of these tweets, Grace. You're going to die. Okay, one fan wrote, Nick Jonas said, hot girl summer. Another one wrote, I want to chew on Nick Jonas' new love handles while I fall asleep at night. <laughs> Another one wrote, Nick Jonas is halfway to dad bod and I've never been more more attracted to him. Oh my God. Another one just said, daddy. Another one said, people are coming for Nick Jonas's weight, but he looks daddy AF to me. Another one wrote, girl, Nick Jonas gained some muscle, and y'all want to say he's thick, has a dad bod, bod, or he's chubby? Like, y'all got to stop acting like eating carbs, gaining muscle mass, and not having visible abs is some kind of effing achievement. Someone else wrote, people are really saying Nick Jonas has a dad bod? bod? Y'all are delusional if you think this is a dad bod. Fact. Um, y'all need to sit down and think about what you consider a dad bod because you can thank Nick Jonas on a yacht because I butchered that. Anyways, um, but it is, I mean, there's a photo of him on this article that I'm reading from a few years ago. You know, the one where he just poses, if you scroll down, Grace, like shirtless and internet freaked out. Um, anyway, so yeah, it's just funny. I've just been laughing a lot. It is, I have to say. Um, so that's all of anything else on Nick Jonas's dad bod. I think so. I think we've covered everything. Okay, I do want to. that. Yeah, I do want to say that that just kind of falls into the topic slash conversation that we had last week about Jason Momoa's body. It's very interesting how people are just like coming at these guys who are still very fit and yeah. loving how they look, but also body shaming them in this weird way. So. Yeah. Good for Nick Jonas, though. He's obviously enjoying his life. Yeah. So for our Love in the Air section, we just have a couple topics to cover. Um, 
first off, this happened like last week, right after we recorded, so we wanted to mention it. Um, Sarah Hyland from Modern Family and Wells Adams from, from The Bachelorette are engaged. They've been dating um, for about three years, two or three years now. Yeah. Um, and they were fr- they first met by just flirting on Twitter in 2016, started dating in 2017, uh, got engaged on the beach. They're they're a big social media couple. They're like quirky and relatable. And uh, Sarah Hyland's been a big advocate for mental health and she's been very Mm -hmm. open about how well she's helped her through all that so we're all very excited for them yeah they literally met on twitter let me read some of their captions the pictures were beautiful she posted in breaking the news and said that can't eat can't sleep reach for the stars over the fence world series kind of stuff and tagged him um also he posted and said, um, like, pretty much the same thing. Um, I'm pulling it up. Uh, or, or, well, he commented on hers and said, it takes two, well, including five doggios. Love you more, babe, dot, 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 fiance. <laughs> so cute. So cute. Um, also, you know that they're, like, a big clapping back couple, so... Um, she posted a picture of them, like, in the sun, and her ring is, like, very much in it. It's huge. It's beautiful. She said, blinded by the sun emoji or the ring emoji, hashtag, would you like some apple? Some girl commented and said, most obnoxious, engaged, dipshit award goes to you. (laughs) And she replies and says, at whatever, OMG, I am going for the most obnoxious. How'd you know? (laughs) Just so funny. Also, he posted a picture um, a few days ago with, I guess, like his nephew and said, Uncle Bub actively destroying at Sarah Highland's ovaries. And she commented and said, consider them destroyed. Oh. So, baby coming soon. I don't know. Who knows? We'll see. Mm-hmm. Very happy for them. Uh, the next little piece of info is Tom Holland has been packing on the PDA with someone who is not Zendaya and people are upset about it, including me, because I think that Zendaya and Tom should date, but they've made it, right? They've made it very clear that they're just best friends, etc. Basically, um, he was spotted last Monday in London at the Black Eyed Peas concert with the mystery woman, both wearing all black. They were laughing, being touchy-feely, holding hands. Um, they appear to be way closer than just friends, and that is evident of the one paparazzi pic I saw with her hand literally on his ass. So, interesting. Um, also, a fan found a picture of what looks like the two of them in, like, grade school together. So, maybe he's doing one of those things where he's bringing, where he wants to date someone who's not famous, um, etc. We see people do that, like Ed Sheeran is a classic example, married his high school sweetheart. Um, mm-hmm. So, maybe. I am upset, but honestly, if he's happy, that's all that matters. Exactly. And for our last topic in Love is in the Air, Thomas Rhett and his uh, wife, Laura, are uh, expecting another baby girl. He posted a picture today of them um, sitting by the pool or hanging out by the pool, and he said, Excited to share that I will now be paying for three weddings, laughing emoji. I feel so blessed to say that our third child is on the way, and it's a girl. I love you so much, Laura Atkins. WD and AJ, y'all are going to be the best big sisters. Bring on the crazy. So cute. So tender. Her caption was really cute, too. We're not going to read it all. But they're, that family is just, like, 
So. Touches my heart. And I honestly didn't know if we should put it under love is in the air, but like that is love if I've ever heard that it. That is so, love, honey. We're going to stick with that. Um, moving on to movie and TV business. Um, we have several topics to cover. First of all, Grace and I did not go see this film this weekend, so don't add us. But um, Lion King premiered. We talked about it last week. Um, and its box office debut weekend, it made $185 million, making it the biggest domestic launch for a PG-related film of all time. Um, it's the biggest July opening ever, and it's the biggest ever opening, it's the largest ever opening for a Disney remake. Iconic. I did have to laugh. I saw a tweet at, like, I saw a tweet that said, Lion King was good, but it was kind of predictable. And someone quote tweeted and said, it's almost like it's been made before. <laughs> Literally, that's why I think I haven't gone and seen it because Same. I know what's gonna happen. Like I'm sure it's yeah, like, good. I know it's gonna be great production and like cool, but like I don't feel a sense of urgency to go see it. You Me know? either. We are on the same freaking page. Yeah. Uh, also, like if Beyonce was like physically in it, maybe, but like she's alive, right. so I'm not. I'm not running to see it. But if you've seen it, congratulations. Great for you. Um. Next in the movie and TV business, Avengers Endgame beats Avatar, making it the highest-grossing film of all time, making over $2.7 billion. Um, and Comic-Con News uh, announced... Basically, the biggest thing about this was that they broke this record while they were at Comic-Con. Um, okay. Again, Comic-Con is for, like, the comics. So Marvel is all about the comics, so they were there, and they came to slay. They announced that there are 11 new Marvel f- Marvel films coming, um, wow. which is crazy. Um, so they're definitely building on that momentum. I'll just read some of them to you guys. Um, also, some very famous faces, like surprise people at Comic-Con. Um, there's getting a new Thor movie, Thor Love and Thunder, um, Hawkeye is getting a TV series. Black Widow is getting her own movie. WandaVision is getting a TV series. Externals is coming. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Something to do with Captain America. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Loki. Shanghai and the Legends of the Ten Rings. Blade. Also, they like renounced all this and then they said, also... By the way, we're making Black Panther 2, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Captain Marvel 2, another Fantastic Holy Four. Crap. And I was literally, literally a money machine. Literally. And I was like, you know that you're breaking big news when like Black Panther 2 is like the least of your worries, like the least of your announcements. Because that yeah. movie was so huge and at the end they were just like, "Oh, by the way, we're doing this too. We're doing this too." Like so crazy. Can you Imagine being a part of that big of an empire because I definitely can. Right. Um, some famous faces that are going to be starring in these films. Natalie Portman is playing the male or the female version of Thor, which is coming out. That movie's coming out November 5th, 2001. Mahershala, Mahershala Ali is starring in Blade. Scarlett Johansson is reprising her role as Black Widow and she's getting her own movie May 2020, which I'm very excited about that. Um, Aquafina is starring in Shanghai and the Legend of the Ten Rings coming February 21st, 2021. Angelina Jolie is starring in The Externals coming November 6th, 2020. Hawkeye is coming 2000 Fall 21. That's going to be a TV series with Disney+. Plus. Um, Loki is another TV series with Disney+, Plus starring Tom Hiddleston. 
Um, that will follow Loki around New York City after he escapes during Avengers Endgame. That's coming spring 2021. WandaVision is starring Elizabeth Olsen, and she will get her own TV series of Disney Plus coming spring 2021 as well. And literally so much more. If you're like a Marvel fan, like you could, you know, that you could talk about it all day long. So a lots lot of, of representation too. Yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So great. Um, the next thing is, I'm kind of excited to see this movie. I know we've talked about it here and there, teased it a little bit. I'm excited about this one, too. Yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, a Quentin Tarantino film starring Brad Pitt, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Margot Robbie hits theaters this Friday, the 26th. Um, I I will be definitely seeing that. Same, same, same. We'll see it, guys, and then we'll talk about it on here. I'm excited. A star-stung cast, um, it... Also stars Luke Perry, who um, obviously filmed this before his sudden death. Um, His son posted an Instagram that was so sweet, sitting on top of the billboard, um, like, of Luke's character. Um, Just really, really sweet. Um, Also, the red carpet in the premiere was last night in L.A. It was such a cool red carpet. They had all this, like, old Hollywood equipment and such out. Um, A lot of, lot of stars were there. Britney Spears made a surprise appearance with her boyfriend, also, big topic of conversation, she was spotting wearing a diamond ring on her right finger, or on her ring finger, um, so people were wondering if she's engaged. Don't know. <laughs> Vanessa Ann Hutchins and Austin Butler were on the carpet looking fantastic. He's also in the film, and it was announced this week that he is going to be starring as Elvis in the upcoming biopic. We talked about who hey. all... Yeah. I don't know. You don't know? Well, I, I don't know. We I talked about I'm it last so week. Excited the other three contenders that I'm, like, a little disappointed. Yeah, I like, know. Like, he's a beautiful man, and I'm sure he'll be great, but I'm, like... hmm I watched his interview talking about it, and his voice, it sounds very similar. I don't okay, think... Okay, okay, let me open up my mind a little bit. Yes. Oh, it's gonna be great. And report back, but I'm so excited about this movie. The cast, in and of itself, Quentin Tarantino. Yes. I think it's gonna be very, very good. I have a good feeling about I think it. so, too. It's just gonna... And, like, Margot, I literally... Oh, my God. I'm so obsessed with her right now. So obsessed. So good. Also, she's playing Sharon Tate, who was murdered in the 60s, 70s when this movie goes on, and a lot of her looks have been, like, replicas, almost, of yeah. her, so it's, like, very... She's, she, her style is just doing a great job. Um, next, the Hustlers trailer was released last week as well. This is the uh, film that's coming out this fall with J-Lo, Kiki Palmer, Cardi B, Constance Willie Wu, Who else? Constance Wu, Lizzo. Constance Wu, like Lizzo. So many of our favorite faces are going to be in this movie. Another one I cannot wait to see. So good. I've, we've been anticipating this for months, you guys. Like I literally can't wait. Speaking of anticipation, I'll let you take the next one. So, the Cats trailer also came out, and I never, it's weird, since it came out, I've heard a lot of people say they had a fascination with Cats from a young age, because Uh it was a huge Broadway play in the 90s, and I think they might have, like, filmed it and sold it, like, I know friends that watched it on VHS somehow, Um, Mm -hmm. so people are obsessed with it, I don't know, I watched the trailer, it's, again, another star... Stunned cast. James Corden, Jason Derulo, Mahershala Ali, Taylor Swift, Jennifer Hudson, Rebel Wilson. I mean, a lot of great characters. Obviously, they're dressed up as cats. Um, it's very musical, very theatrical. In the trailer, the whole, like, 
time it's going on. Jennifer Hudson singing. Of course, it's beautiful. Uh, it's just... I love musical theater and Broadway, same. so I'm excited. <laughs> same. I'm excited. I just don't know how it's going to look on, like, a big screen. But it's coming Ooh. around Christmas. It's going to be a huge hit that time of year. Um, so go watch those trailers, you guys. Really, really good films to look forward to. And our last... Oh, wait, no. Not our last, but almost, is uh, that Gossip Girl is... Like, not supposedly, like, definitely... Definitely coming back. Rebooted. Like, there's so much hype around this and so much excitement because I feel like everyone's watched Gossip Girl at this point. Everyone loves it. Mm -hmm. It's a great cast. It's an an iconic TV series. Like, it really honestly So good. It's so good. It aired on The CW from 2007 to 2012, and it starred Chase Crawford, Blake Lively, Penn Badgley, Lang Meester... Ed Westwick, etc. So just a little clarification on this. HBO Max is a new series that's premiering in the spring of 2020. It's the reason why Friends is leaving Netflix. It's going to HBO Max. It's going to... Oh, these little snakes. Right. It's exclusively having Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and Pretty Little Liars. Also, new shows are coming to HBO Max starring Kelly Cuoco, Anna Kendrick, um, and there's a new series with Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston, which is going to be really good. And so they have picked up, um, right now it's a 10-episode order, and it's going to follow a group of new Manhattan's elite rich kids. The series picks up eight years after the original Gossip Girl site went dark. A new generation of private school teens are introduced to the watchful eye of Gossip Girl, um, and it's basically going to put a big twist on like addressing how much we use social media and how much that plays into bullying. Um, and it's going to be in New York City, um, but it's going to change in some inventing ways. Um, the original series creators, John Schwartz and Stephanie Savage, are on board to executive produce, but there's no word if the original cast will come back. And uh, we haven't heard. Also, Kristen. Honestly, I feel like they have to for it to be successful. I know. At least a couple of them. It was, like, so iconic until the original cast went off to college and they got new people that everyone hated it. Right. Um, The voice of Gossip Girl throughout the whole series was Kristen Bell, and she it's, like, so good. And yeah. they asked her at Comic-Con if she was going to redo the voice, and she said, in the Gossip Girl voice, she, like, changed her voice, and she said, oh May- she said, maybe, I'll never tell. Like, it was oh, so good. Um, so I'm really, a lot of people are excited about that. I'm really excited about that. That was my first show I ever watched on Netflix, so I, like, have a connection you to do, that I show. Think. Yeah. I, think. I got Netflix yeah. for Gossip Girl. So I'm going to be getting HBO Max for Gossip Girl.
honestly, like, it was one of the more ex- entertaining and exciting men tell-alls that I've witnessed, because I'm usually not a really big fan of the men tell-all, but, like, I felt bad for people who didn't watch it. Okay. Like, ABC is really doing the thing. I need to watch it then. You do. They did, they, they killed it on the drama, I will say. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well... It, it ends next week, right? Two parts, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, two-part finale. So this so. time next week, we'll, like, know. Almost. Yeah. Almost know. Interesting. I, like, watch how she moved the table or whatever. That seemed pretty funny. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. It was so good. It was so good. good. I can't... I don't even watch the show, but I can't wait to see who it is. Like, somehow I've gotten invested without really watching it. I so. know. Shout out to my friend, Michaela. I posted this on my Instagram story. She sent me this in-depth recap of The Bachelor with, like, pictures and fat. It was amazing. So, I feel like I really know what's going on thanks to that. Everyone needs a Michaela. Everyone. Um, okay, song of the week. Okay, I'm a, I'm in a bit of a song slump right now. Like Same. Anyone feel free to send me music because I have not found anything new in, like, a long time. Yeah. Um, it's been kind of slow. But I did find this song by Ash. It's called... Cold in California, and mm. it was, I think, produced by Phineas, who's Billie Eilish's brother, and yes. writes many of her songs, and everyone knows I'm a big fan of him and them, and he posted about it, so I checked it out, and I like a couple of Ash's other songs, so I was like, hmm, we'll see, and I ended up really liking it, so check that out. Okay, I'll have to listen to that. I think mine, I'm just going to keep it plain simple and say The Archer. I'm like a big fan of lyrics, so, and that's why I love Taylor Swift so much. So I think like even if this isn't your favorite song of hers, like you should still give it a chance and listen to it because the lyrics are just really, really, really good. So you guys already know. Yeah. Um, and now we're going to move on to our Sage Instagram. I'll let you kick it off, Kate. Okay. I have about like four so. My first one's really long, and I really hesitated reading it, but, like, it really just kind of hit me, and for anyone that needs inspo out there, I just want to read it to you. So, um, Dacre Montgomery, who plays Billy in Stranger Things, posted a photo of his, like, high school yearbook photo, and the caption is, When I was a kid, I was lost. I had a really tough time in school. I was a big kid who loved drama. I never got passing grades. I wasn't popular, or I wasn't popular or a gifted sports player girls were never interested in me i suffered from anxiety from a young age i was distracted and i wasn't focused but i had a dream i was lucky i knew what i wanted to do and every night i went home and focused on that i visualized a future where my dreams became reality when i was 15 i failed my high school drama exams when i was 16 i was told i needed to lose weight when i was 17 i was told i should go to drama school and train when i was 18 i was fired from my job when i was in drama school i was told to leave When I had a dream, I was told it wasn't achievable. Well, you know what? I lost weight. I went to drama school, and I never stopped wanting it. I never stopped being curious. I never let the failures get me down. Because I believed in myself and never let anyone tell me otherwise, you can do anything you set your mind to. So go out there and get it. I love that message. So good. I love when, like, people tell their ages and when they had failures because it makes me feel better and he literally killed... I finished Stranger Things Season 3, and he literally killed it, so... Um, I just saved that post just so that I could, like, go back to it. That's like, so in, prime inspo. So, thank you, Dacre. What do you have? Yeah. Um, I'm going to 
start with a picture that Chloe Kardashian posted today of True. Mm-hmm. She's sitting uh. on a bed. I mean, you guys know I'm obsessed with True. Like, I just find her to be one of the most darling little children. So cute. And she said, you guys, I can't handle this. I'm so annoying, I know, but I'm obsessed. She has the smile down, Auntie Kenny, baby True is coming for you. So true! I know, I know. The caption made me giggle, and the picture, like, I almost reposted on my story, because it's literally just too cute. Like, that... If that was my daughter, you'd be seeing pictures every day. Same. Ah, um, uh, my next one. I have to give a small shout out to comments by celebs because anytime you hear us read comments on here, it's normally because of them. So I just want to give credit where credit's due. They posted a screenshot of um, a guy that posted username is Freaky Markio Two. He posted a uh, a tweet that he tweeted, like a screenshot of his tweet. It's a picture of True and a picture of Tristan, and the tweet says, I know Chloe hates Tristan, but baby True is starting to look just like him with the like wide-eyed emoji. Chloe clapped back and went on there and commented and said, Why would I ever hate anyone who helped create such an angel? People make mistakes, but I won't hurt my own healing by holding on to hate. I'm too busy, busy raising my beautiful baby and securing that money bag emoji to hate any individual. Sweet True has always looked just like her daddy. She's beautiful with the prayer emoji. Good for her. I mean, yes. what a stupid comment. Right? Honestly. Literally. But she's, like, so positive and honestly just really seems to living and is really in her spirit. So, good for Chloe and her healing. Agreed. Um, you guys, I think Kate's going to talk about this, too, so I'll keep it quick. But I was in my feelings about Big Little Lies this mm. week, and so I was stalking the cast on Instagram. Like Mom does. This is not related to Big Little Lies in and of itself, so I'll mm-hmm. let you take that away. But okay. Reese, I've been recently obsessed with French Bulldogs. Like, I want one so bad. Mm-hmm. And Reese Witherspoon has the most stunningly gorgeous, <laughs> like, three French Bulldogs. I was just saving pictures of all of them. Go go to... I texted my mom, and I was like, you need to go follow Reese Witherspoon on Instagram. Her feed is so positive. And yeah, she is. She has such a good feed, and I know I that dog is cute. Yeah, she's like literally, she's just what we all need to aspire to be. Literally, all hell, Reese Witherspoon. Um. Okay, I do want to talk about Big Little Lies, but I want to say one thing really quick because I want okay. to hear what you had to say about this. So the Kardashian family had a big party celebrated MJ's eighty fifth birthday. You know, mm-hmm. I literally like bow down to MJ. Yes. And I just, like, look at her, and I just, like, want to cry happy tears. Um, so they had a party. Of course, they had their iconic photo booth, the black and white photos. And there's a photo that sparked a lot of controversy of North um, with Chloe and True and Courtney and Penelope. And it's very visible that she has a nose ring. Now, mm-hmm. North is, like, six years old. Obviously, this is fake. So... I saw the picture on Instagram. Kim immediately posts on her Instagram story the photo and says, fake nose ring alert. So, you know. But yeah. I wanted to read y'all Nori's black book because I feel like we read every week one of those and they're just so funny. Uh, mm-hmm. She posted the photo that I'm talking about and the caption reads, no, I didn't really get my nose pierced. Honey, would you put a hole in a Bentley? <laughs> Me. Amazing. Um, do you have another one or do you want to talk about Big Little Lies more? I do have another one. Okay, go for it. Uh, I'll end here, and then we can talk about Big Little Lies. Okay. But 
I saw that Patricia from Southern Charm, you guys know I'm a huge Bravo fanatic. I want to watch that show really badly. Oh my god, Kate, you would literally love it. Like, you need to watch it. And uh, Patricia from Southern Charm posted a picture um, from Pride, the Pride Parade, and there was a Bravo float. You guys, my dream in life is to be on this float. It is like all my favorite personalities from all these Bravo franchises from Southern Charm, Real Housewives, like all the Real Housewives franchises, uh, Andy Cohen. I'm like, I need to find a way on this float one day. It's like, I literally would have passed out. And just the colors, the people, I'm like, I couldn't even dream this up. That's amazing. I, so good. I like anytime there's someone from from Southern Charm on Watch What Happens Live. I just always watch it on YouTube because I'm just really fascinated. I know you would love it. Also, I, people have asked me if I'm from that show before. So you're lying. No, no, real, real, real life. Um, okay, we're gonna like kind of transition out of Instagram, but talk about some Instagram a little bit more, and then TV, Big Little Lies. So. I want to read you all, all a couple things that I saved from Big Little Lies. Nicole Kidman posted a photo of Keith Urban in this long sleeve shirt that says Celeste and Jane and Bonnie and Renata and Madeline, which are the... I saved that too. So good. And he's like looking down at it. Nicole captioned it like red heart emoji and Laura Dern commented and said, how did we get so lucky that this human would be the Monterey Five's fiercest champion? FYI, Renata is an obsessive Keith Urban fan. <laughs> so good. And then Nicole posted a series of photos of like her and Reese, her and Meryl, and then her and the whole cast and captioned, what a journey to have been on. Thank you to all of you for watching and everything you have given this show and more. Your support made it possible and allowed these women's stories to be told. To everyone who was involved in making the show, my deepest thanks. Love to you all, XX, hashtag Big Little Lies. So, what I wanted to talk about was... They're freaking out. Yes, literally freaking out. Because they're acting like there's not going to be a third season, and that's not okay. That's the big question. A lot of people also, what are your, what, what's your opinion on, a lot of people felt like the end was very anticlimactic. Okay, I here's my thought. If it's the end, it was anticlimactic. If there's right. going to be a season three, then it's fine. Right. But if that was the end, end I got some problems. Right. Because they could have milked so much more. So much more. Only seven episodes, like... Yeah, like, if we're doing, like, another season, maybe end of 2019, early 2020, right. like, then we can talk. Right. But if not, we have issues. That's uh, I have some inside scoop. Okay. And you know I always do my research as well. So, here's a few things that I have found. First of all, there's a YouTube series that HBO puts out. They've done four episodes, and it's the women, like, sitting in a living room talking and they're, it's called, like, The Round Table or something. Um, and just, like, about this season. And it's so good. And they talk about their characters and just, like, the depth. And it's, like, it's so good. So you should watch them. One of the points that they made on the final one, um, Reese said, if you guys think about it, it took seven episodes over 50 minutes each to explain a 10-minute decision. And that decision was, like, to lie about Perry falling. Because, you know, each episode started with, like, the same, like, slow motion, them talking about what they were going to do. Uh-huh. And that just hit deep. I was like, you're right. Like, that literally, that lie was, like, a decision made in, like, less than 10 minutes. And they right. had to take all that time to, like, explain it and, like, put it out there. Um, 
a couple of things about, you know, the whole debate, will there be another season or not? This was a limited series to start. There wasn't supposed to be a second season. Um, also, the big issue, like, Nicole and Reese are executive producers, and they've both been quoted saying they would love to do another season, but the issue is that this was a book, and then the writer of the book wrote 200 extra pages for them to make this season. So it seems like it's really at the discretion of the writer, which is very interesting. And it seems like that she does not want to do, to carry on the story. If the money's coming in, let's keep writing. You would think. Um, Also, there were two different directors for each season. And so people were saying there there had already been creative differences behind the scene. So maybe that would be why there wouldn't be another season. Also, this is a star-stunned cast. It's very hard to align all their schedules. That's another excuse people have been giving. I think that, like, I understand the whole limited series thing, but they could have wrapped it up better if this was the end. I totally agree with you. My mom tried to tell me that she's heard there's been, like, conflicting, like, issues on set with all of the big egos. And I'm like, well, they're all best friends on Instagram, so I don't know about that. Right. I don't know. Uh, I do know that... um, this show is one of the best shows I've literally ever seen. I think that it so says a lot that you have this cast that is so star-stunned. And, like, sure, sure, that's all great. But the cinematography, everything about this show is so incredible. And it just goes to show you that no matter who's playing the roles, how great they are, you the, the people behind the scenes and the writing and everything has to be good as well. That show is the perfect storm. Agreed, but this is the thing that's making me mad is, like, bad shows last two seasons. Right. You know? Yes, like, yeah, I agree. Like, really great show, great cast, great writing. Why are we going to stop here? Bad right. idea, let's not. I agree. So, I don't know. I could see them, like, in a few years being like, we're going to do another season, you know, when they, like, but, I don't know. This is my inside scoop, and I just want everyone to hear this loud and clear. So, I have a friend of a friend who knows one of the main Monterey Five who happened to be at the showing. I really hope I don't get in trouble for saying this. I just heard this through the grapevine. But this... source. Yes, this was a very reliable source. She said that this actress said that there will not be another uh, season. So take it what you want. Don't shoot the messenger. But that's Don't what I've heard. The eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of amazing TV, what are we... Song of the week okay. now? Yes, our question of the week was... Or uh, question of the week, sorry. Like, some of our fave things that we've been streaming lately, and we were wondering what you guys have been streaming. And let's see. We'll feature M.E. Dunklin. Mm-hmm. And she said Outlander, which oh. I haven't heard of. I haven't heard of that either. I mean, I've heard of so that, but I haven't seen definitely it. Definitely have to check it out. We will. Also, I just want to, like, make a note that, like, me personally, having watched the end of Big Little Lies and the end of, and, or, like, the season endings of that show and Stranger Things, I have never felt on such a high from television. Like, I'm telling you, we are living right now in prime television. I'm not saying it can't get better, but this is, like, a peak in this huge mountain that is TV. Like, I am literally, like, finishing shows just, like, in awe like and that has net like I've watched some we've watched good TV but I just if you're not watching these shows you need to go do it now 1000% that's my soapbox 
Okay. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know we had a lot. Yes. It's not our fault. Hollywood's popping right now. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you. I was telling Grace, you know you have a lot when you haven't even done the ep- this week's episode and you have to go ahead and make the outline for next week's episode. Yeah. Like, there's a lot to talk about next week, too. So we're excited to see you then. We are so excited. Thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, we'll see you back here next week. Lots of love. Bye. Bye.